Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. The great days we're living, bro. That's just <laughs> Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. What's going on, Bam Slam fam? Bam Slam podcast episode number nine. And I don't know about you guys, but I woke up today and I had a big brimming bowl of General Mills cinnamon toast uh, shrimp. CTC? CTS? Shrimp, <laughs> shrimp and string flay, uh, whatever they are. And dental it, floss, metal, dental floss, and it absolutely made my day. This has gone international. What's who's the name of the guy who found it in his cereal? His name's Jensen Carp. Jensen he's Karp. a writer in L.A. Right. Yeah. And, and probably the worst person, as far as General Mills is concerned, to have this happen to. And if you don't know what we're talking about, this Jensen fella yeah. poured himself a bowl of cereal, and there was literally shrimp tails. Shrimp tails. In his cereal. Shrimp tails. And he sent the pictures to General Mills, and they responded with, oh, we had our team look at it, and it's just clumps of sugar. No. But they're not. They're shrimp tails. They're shrimp tails. That was crawfish. So he was like, please stop being weird. And he and he and his tweets are hilarious, the way he's so written them fun. all. If you go in and go to his Twitter, at Jensen Carp K-A-R-P, um, and look at his, his Twitter thread, it is hilarious. And... Uh, yeah, so he tweeted something, uh, started yesterday, and then went into to uh, today, and then this afternoon he was talked more about it, and at the, at the end of this one tweet he said, and I said, also, stop being weird, and he had said that yesterday too, so it was kind of funny, it was kind of the phrase he was using, and I commented on it, and I said, we need t-shirts that say, stop being weird, with the cinnamon sugar crusted shrimp on it, ASAP, and it as of right now, I tweeted that an hour ago, has 982 likes. <laughs> Why look didn't out. you at Bam Slam Pod? Hey, at- if they click on my profile, okay. they'll yeah, see yeah, 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 at yeah, yeah, Bam yeah, yeah, Slam yeah. Pod <laughs> is on my profile. Okay, and, and, and the, it, it, it does obviously beg the question: How do shrimp tails end up in a? I'm assuming uh, I've never toured General Mills before, but I, I assume like they bake the little cereal nugget, and then it probably gets tossed with cinnamon and sugar. There was also mouse droppings oh, okay. baked Ooh. into the. What they think are mouse droppings. It's going to a lab. Some lab in L.A. today said they will um, <laughs> test that to see if it's mouse droppings. And they're going to test the DNA on the shrimp tail. The DNA. So we know what kind of I love it. it was. I love it when companies like that get involved with stuff like this just to make it next level. This of course. Guy, this guy from the lab entered the comments and he was like, He's like, well, I work for a lab, and I can test the DNA of the shrimp. And somebody said, Adam has entered the chat. Like, the, the comments have been the best. They had me laughing so much, which, you know, the news out of Boulder yesterday was so depressing and yeah. sad. And so this really was sort of lightened my mood last night. It was really funny reading the comments. Well, General Mills trying to insinuate that it was just clumped up cinnamon and sugar when a blind man or woman <laughs> would see it in a second. That is a shrimp tail. 
but then there was there was like string and a stuff string, in there too. And now there might be mouse shit in it. So what they think, what a lot of people are hypothesizing is maybe happened is that a mouse or some sort of rodent made its way into maybe a bag of flour. And, and they the mouse and, had eaten shrimp that night? No, but they hoard things. Like yeah. they hoard things and they make little nests. What about if like in and one of the shipping containers that this box of cereal was in, the mouse found a way into the box of cereal with or he shrimp. was in flat, but the mouse droppings are baked in. So it had Ooh. to happen in the plant. Yeah. So in, in if he made a nest. Right. But the person and then someone scooped the flour into the mix. This right? is so grody. Okay, so <laughs> Jensen, Jensen would have realized when he pulled the box of cereal off the shelf. The shelf. Okay, wait a second. The the some part of this box has been chewed into. There's something wrong here. So I'm I'm with Allison. I think yeah. it happened back allegedly at the, at the General Mills plant. What if this poor Jensen guy was like stoned at one in the morning and didn't know what was going on? Poured himself a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch and started eating and got a little extra crunch and realized what was happening too late. It may have been like a bowl uh, he used for shrimp scampi earlier in the night. And oh, that's where it, <laughs> I'm just well, no, that would be like you. The equivalent for Mike Costa would be going into some Greek yogurt and finding out it was mayonnaise as soon as it touches your lips. I just hit a thousand likes, okay? Yeah! Baby. She's big time. It's uh it's growing, it's it's spreading like wildfire, and it is just so damn funny. And and again, General Mills, instead of just coming out and saying, Oh my god, we will rectify the situation as soon as possible, we will look into it. Uh, we will obviously look at you know to where the cinnamon toast crunch is made and cleaning and but shrimp tail, mouse crap and string. I got their I got their pivot. That's a trifecta. I got their pivot. Okay, what's their pivot? In a couple weeks, once this dies down a little bit, maybe the lab does the test. General Mills comes out with a cereal. No shrimp on there. <laughs> well, no, and it's just it's shaped like shrimp. You know, like goldfish. Oh, they okay. they're not actual fish, but yeah, they yeah, look yeah. like goldfish. Right. So what if they make a little like it's just for fun, just the, for funsies. The meme the person put out, and it's Captain Crunch, and he's got mm -hmm. his hand out. He's got a handful of shrimp, mm. and people are like, oh, we know who did this. Yeah. It's uh, if you see it, it, it uh, at Allie Rat Seven. It's on her Twitter. Go it's like just, her tweet. Let's get it up to two thousand. Yeah. If it just search shrimp tails, and this is the first thing that's going to pop mm -hmm. up. In a uh, in a box in, in a box of cereal, and it's it's been really fun. And Allison, you mentioned it after the after the absolute disgusting tragedy in uh, in Colorado. This was something that was fun to pivot away from that and and kind of yeah. chuckle at this. Atlanta last week, Boulder yesterday. I mean, yeah. it's just so Brutal. this was a little levity, which I think everyone needed. Speaking of pivots, was there much pivoting going on in the? Hashtag Syracuse basketball game. Oh, I don't my. even know how much time we spend on this because I, I really do think it, it, it was embarrassing. It was. And I think you can kind of leave it at that. Well, it was embarrassing just because of, of how good we know that Aztec basketball team is. And I don't want to take anything, anything away from Syracuse. They're, they played a hell of a game, that freaking zone, uh, yeah. as it was uh, pre-advertised, was, was tough. And Aztecs go out in the first round. Just very, very disappointing because I think all of us were really thinking in terms of Sweet 16, Elite Eight for the Especially team. if you see how that bracket has I know. opened uh -huh. up, especially I know. the Midwest region. What I will say about Syracuse is I think that they were vastly underranked. I think San Diego yeah. State yes. might have been a little bit overranked. And the reason is Syracuse is playing against teams in the ACC all year. 
who have been playing against this same zone for 20 years, right. 40 years, Jim Beheim. Right. So these guys are used to playing against that zone. Aztecs haven't faced a team that's played zone all year. I was sort of relieved that they that Syracuse went on to win the next game because it was a little less yeah. stinging, I think. To... And I I do I think Syracuse has a good shot to make it to the Final mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. Look at look at look at who's look who's still alive. Illinois going out, West Virginia going out, right. uh, Houston still in barely. Yeah, I, it's just again. Look at it's, UCLA and USC and right. yeah. Oregon. The, the and Oregon State. I know. They're like the Pac-12's running this but thing. It, we're Aztec fans, so it hurts. But if you're just a big fan of March Madness, this is exactly what you want. Right. Mm-hmm. You want the madness. We got the Oral Roberts, who's just unreal. Where did this come from? I don't know. Sister Jean is back in the Sweet 16. I Sister love Jean. Sister okay, Jean. You guys, she is 101 years old. And she has. She's magic. She is magical. Did you hear her pre or see her pregame? She, she does like a the, prayer every game, right? The prayer and she the laying it, of the hands. But she said like we she talked about whoever they were playing that first round about what their that team's offense was like and our defense can handle that and we're not afraid and her, I'm like she's 101 did she travel to Indiana and she's such a special lady. I want her in my life. Me too. She's I want amazing. her pregame prayer to be something like and I want you to go out on that GD court and kick the living S out of those MFers. You hear me, you sons of bitches. Now go get it, boys. It never happened, she, obviously. She might be. I think she's a nun. Cal- so. She is. As Catholics, we know how to swear. So I get her. Yeah. She's my girl. <laughs> well, as, as far as the. A little old lady saying, <laughs> that is so funny to think about. But she's there in the COVID. Era with the mask on. Yeah. I just can't believe she traveled. She's and got on her shoulder, man. She is there. It works I, for her. I watched an interview with one of their players, and he said, yeah, if Sister Jean's there, we already have a 10-point head start going into the game. God, everybody, everybody needs a Sister Jean. How cool is it like 18-year-old, 19-year-old boys are yeah. just totally rallying around this, and I'm, she's all their grandmas. I love it. I so love it. You said something about the seating. I think you're right, Ben. Don't you think some of the seating was maybe not? Like Syracuse and and even there's a lot of people saying that um, Loyola Chicago too should yep. have been not an eight seed and maybe should have been a six. So, you know, some of the seeding seems a little off. And I think the selection committee had an impossible job this year sure. because everybody was playing within their conference, and it's so hard to tell this conference is better than the Pac-12 is this than the Mountain West. The I Mountain know. West is this to the eight. You know, it's just it's impossible to differentiate that. In a normal year, you would have so much interconference play that it's like, oh, we can see how these teams stack up. That you can do a lot of law of averages, whatever. The numbers are off this year. I think they mostly went by what the net rankings were, which is why the Aztecs were ranked so high. I watched that game. Syracuse was better. I did, in, in truth be told, one hundred percent transparency. I was calling Cathedral Catholic at Steel Canyon, so we were just following on the internet, and the guys who were working production for the the stream. I kept on looking over at them, and they were going like, I'm like, what? And then I finally started getting some scoring updates with about nine minutes to go. I was like, what? Oh, you're kidding me. Well, if the threes weren't falling, they weren't oh, going to win. And no. that and Buddy Beheim was. The threes mm-hmm. they were shooting. His son. Were How cool is that for him to be coaching his, his son? It's a little weird that he's his son. The age difference is throwing yeah. me off a little bit. Well, he's got – Oh, That's costing you in 20 years having – a 20 year old his wife i think yeah. is 55 i read still weird yeah. but when you get to be in your 50s how old's jimmy Bayheim? is he in his late 78 late, i yeah. think okay yeah. eh. still weird uh, eh. i guess boys swimmers never really stop do they <laughs> 
I mean, hell, in another 20 years, he could have another one. Jeez. Oh, oh, my God. I <laughs> He's just got to divorce this wife, marry a young hey. girl, and then all of a sudden, there we go. 20 Whatever. years later, he's still coaching. Syracuse is never going to fire him. Somebody <laughs> tweeted about, like, God, he's got it made. He's got a 20-year-old superstar kid, a young 55-year-old wife. And I, I commented, and I was like... God, must suck for her being married to such an old dude. I know. Like, I, know. I couldn't resist. I was like, why What? Is, why is she so great just because she's younger than, like, ugh. I swear to God, Ernie Martinez was like, how cool was it that Jim Beheim's grandson plays for him? He thought it was... <laughs> just got her one of those moments. You're like, oh, Ernie. Grandpa, Grandpa, can I go in? Can I go in, Grandpa? I'm your dad, asshole. Can I... <laughs> oh, my Lord. No, uh, um, checking the standings of the Bam Slam... Uh, podcast brackets. What's going on? Everybody? Are you number one? Uh, I think I'm at. Well, I had San Diego State winning the whole thing, which was risky, but it could have happened. My final, my championship game is Alabama Baylor. Alabama's three point shooting is one of the coolest things to watch. Unconscious. It's incredible. Yeah, it's like the ball has a magnet and or the ball is metal and the magnet is attached at the hoop and just. <laughs> I mean, they just go in. But yeah, Baylor. Baylor's looking good. Um, I have not seen uh, Gonzaga play yet. I watched their whole game yesterday. They're, good. Uh, they're, they're good. annoyingly good. Mm-hmm. It's Just sound, fundamental. I basketball. don't know that it. I watched a lot of college basketball in my life. I don't know that I've ever seen a team better at passing the ball in traffic, meaning in the paint. The way they're able to find each other down low yeah. is otherworldly to me. Um, you know, Jay Wright's Villanova team is is really good at at moving the ball yep. around and. Uh, Jim Nance and Bill Raftery were doing the game, and, and Raftery kept on saying, you know, the extra pass. And that extra pass was going to the wide-open guy, uncontested three-point shots that were falling. I love March Madness. Oh, I do, too. It is it's the best. It's so much fun. Before we go it's any further, really can I do five minutes on bidets? Oh, yes. Okay, where? Yes. Okay. Have either of you used a bidet? No. Yeah. Uh, yes. Certain hotels have them, and I mean, I'll have one in my house, but... <laughs> Well, I think I'm going to get one in my house. I've never once used a bidet. Look at his face. I don't. Well, okay. Costa, what's your issue with it? Well, we have one. Have you never, you've never used it? No. You've never been curious? No. You've never wanted to get extra clean? You've never used it? I'm always extra clean. I don't know that you are, Costa. Are you going to run over there every day now? I might. So uh, maybe I'll take it for a test run. So here's my thinking. Say any other part of your body got dookie on it. Okay. Would you wash it with soap and water and scrubby dub dub it? Like if 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 I let's say if I was changing a kid's diaper. And no, got, no, I'm talking about your own stuff. If your, I sh- if I shit on myself. If somehow your poop gets on your arm, yeah, yeah. What are you doing to that arm? Probably grabbing Meg's bath towel and just wiping it. <laughs> okay, be serious for me for <laughs> no, one second. No, soap and water. Hot hot water, soap, and you're probably gonna do it twice. It, it probably scrub it to the point where I I give myself a. Uh, I, I'm really raw skin. So why, when it comes to your nether regions, are you just using a little thin piece of paper? Mm. I got, I'm not showering after every time I go to the bathroom. It's, should I be? Allison, when it's presented that way to me, it's no, like, it don't, makes do not sense. make me participate it in this conversation. Sense. A potty talk is a must. It makes sense, though. It's when a sound it's, argument. Because if I got duty on my arm, I'm washing it thrice. Right, right. But all of a sudden, if it's in another area, I can just use a little thin piece of paper that might rip, that might not even get the whole job done. I I had an epiphany, and it's where I do my best thinking is on the toilet, and I'm thinking my I could 
extend myself further if yeah. I get an apparatus yeah. that cleans me instead of me cleaning me. So did me. you use one recently? No, never. I really want to. You just were thinking about this. Oh, correct. Oh, I thought when you were in Napa this weekend that you stayed somewhere where there was one. Right. I wish. I was actually curious why there wasn't this one there. It was a random, very nice house. Random had, thoughts of Ben on the toilet. We have Correct. It, our, I do my best thinking there. Gotcha. Our toilet is a it's a Japanese model. I don't. I didn't. Oh, even, a Toto toilet. I know. I, I, I don't know. I've never seen the brand before. I didn't even know it was being installed until we did the final walkthrough with our contractor and our our architect after we'd remodeled. And he goes, "Okay, here's a bathroom. Toilet works. Bidet works." And I'm what? And Meg uses it all the time. Tove goes in there for a little spritz now and then. I just, spritz. yeah, I, I don't. And you know how the the old fashioned ones that are normally next to the shitter with all the little gadgets and right. pipes and stuff. This just has like this little position nozzle that you, and we have like little, this is how stupid this toilet is. There's a remote control for it. So if you're too lazy to stand up and and just, it's, it's hand censored flush so you just wave your hand over the back of the toilet and it flushes but if you're too lazy to do that you can stand on the pot and there's this little um, you stand on the pot sit on the pot and there's this little uh remote control and you can you can hit flush you can hit uh heat for the heated toilet seat um there's a oh yeah who is this guy this is awesome i will say this and why don't you use your toilet to the extent that it's supposed to be used I will say this. I'm coming over. He's gonna have us over. We're never gonna leave the bathroom. It also has a light inside of it. I don't. I don't so when you, so when you, no, 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 no. So you want to turn on the light in the night? So what do you do? You get up, you turn around, and take a look and have a spotlight on it. No, no, no. If you're if you got to get up in the middle of night and pee, and this is more for men than women, and you're you know stumbling around, and a lot of times guys will just piss everywhere but the toilet. You 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 know you come in there, and there's the freaking airport landing lights, and boom, you know where you're going. <laughs> so oh why haven't God. you ever I feel like you're lying to us I feel like you're ashamed that you've used your bidet I swore on a stack of Bibles as high as my son's head I've never used oh, wait. it Okay so I have another question When you were remodeling your house Was your wife making all the decisions? Like of you course. didn't A lot of the You st- didn't know that that was being installed? There were certain things that I, I, I wanted There was other things that I'm like Whatever you want to do I think the less people who are saying I want this and I want that The better You handle that Like Toph wanted because Toph has allergies, he wanted a steam mechanism in his shower That's so we can go in there and steam up and you know and clog yeah. his nose and stuff. But I was just like, yeah, hot water, running water, toilet, uh, um, whatever. A really cool bar. Well, that came. That wasn't built. That was that numero came with the house, right? So I've never used it. I think here's a homework assignment: go home and use it, and please report back. Oh God! Oh, Costa, here's I'm so. I will tape curious it. I will about tape this it. damn thing because now they're on Amazon for fifty Wait, bucks. I'll tape it. Is that what you said? I don't no, no, need to no. See I mean, that. I will. Okay, I'll re- okay. okay. Maybe no, just no. a face shot. I don't want to see anything no, else. I will. I, will I just want to see how. I'll, I'll point the phone at the the cabinets, and the drawers that are in front that have like toilet papers and magazines uh-huh. and stuff. But you'll you're not going to hear the recording of like. <laughs> but afterwards, I'll record it <laughs> and. And then I'll say, okay, okay here up. we go. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll record me engaging the bidet, the spritz, and, and how what my reaction is. And if you have gotcha. a bidet out there, and honestly, if you're a man and you have a bidet out there, uh, either way, you know, let us know how it works. I would love to. And I, I just want to know if you feel cleaner 
than you did in your pre-bidet days. But see, the problem is after you after you go bidet, then aren't you using a lot more toilet paper like to wipe up and dry off and clean up and stuff like that? Not necessarily. Maybe. I don't know. I've never used one. I don't know. I bet you they're targeted. You could have it synced up <laughs> to like right at the right spot. Surprised yours doesn't have a dryer built in. <laughs> it probably does. It probably does. It just doesn't know. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I'll record it. And, and I promise you before our next taping of the Bamstein podcast, I will absolutely. You're going to come in here and you are going to be, oh my God. No, I can guarantee Life you. I'm no. changed. Nah, nah, Never nah. go. It's like yes. when you sit yes. in uh, first class for the first time, nah. the next time you're sitting in coach, you're like, F this dude. Nah. It's it's something that's going to be, you can never go back. But I really, because they're on Amazon now for, I think, 50, 75 bucks. They, 50 bucks you for can, a like, bidet? Well, you can attach it. Oh. And I want one. You know you're just buying a high-priced garden no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick break, Bam Slam Fam. <laughs> when we come back, we will have one of you, you beautiful family members on the other side. Bam Slam Fam, we love you. As we told you at the beginning of the podcast, and we just reiterated for you, so happy that Blender's Eyewear is along for the ride on the Bam Slam podcast. Uh, podcast you talk about awesome affordable sunglasses rad styles plus colorways that range from 38 bucks to 68 dollars they offer a wide range of products sunglasses rx blue light snow goggles and helmets as well they're big right now they are even getting bigger locally owned locally made here in san diego but internationally known Uh, their motto is life in forward motion and their goal is that their products push you to be the best version of yourself like we're trying to do with this podcast and that's why blenders is along for the ride thank you everybody with blenders eyewear uh they are offering a 16 percent discount uh on behalf of the bam slam podcast for all of you that get to blenders just use our code bam slam and you're going to get 16 percent off your purchase blenders code word is bam slam you still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the Bam Slam. Once again, here's Ben, Allie, and Mike. All right, so we're going to catch up with a – she's a family member. From what I get, she's very fond of two-thirds of our Bam Slam podcast. That would be Fletch and Allie. You're welcome. Well, and I recently, I guess want to say, fell into good standing with her. Um, as it as we found out, I was not following her on Twitter, which was my mistake. It turns out I wasn't either, and she still loves me. Yeah, she so. still really loves you. We, uh, I was, we, I was. We, we welcome Maria to the Bam Slam podcast for the very first time. Maria, what's going on? Not much. How are you? We're doing really well. It it really feels good to be in good standing with you uh, after we got through the ugliness of of me realizing that I didn't follow you and. And then starting to follow you on Twitter, you're a good social media follower. You're a you're a, a, a big time diehard Pottery fan. Yes, I am. How long? Oh, since '98. Okay, so you've you're invested with this team a little bit, huh? Yes, I am. But you're more so an Eric Cosmer fan, right? He's on your list. Yeah, he's on my list. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> what is it about Cosmer. the Haas that uh, that really? Uh, is, Stirs your pot. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. This is why she doesn't follow you. What is it about him? Is it the facial hair? Is it look? Is it is it the hair on top of his head? Why Haas? Uh, it's just everything about him. He's he's cool. <laughs> Aww. He is a cool guy. 
Well, Maria, I uh, asked you ahead of time. Do you have a couple questions for us? We could start out with the sports question if you want. So the sports question I had was, what do you guys think of Padre's Twitter? Oh, Costa, go ahead. Um, Padre's Twitter, uh, I love them because they're they're very creative, and they will uh, they will fight to the death to defend the San Diego Padres. And I love the way they go after other fan bases, and they sometimes start to candlelize and go after one another. But I find them very entertaining. And some of them, uh, not just some, but a lot of them are very knowledgeable about the game of baseball at the professional yeah. level and certainly about the Padres. I don't know, Ben Allison, I, I enjoy Padres. Hashtag Padres Twitter. I love Padres Twitter, too. I like, I think, well, like, I wouldn't know Maria, maybe, if it wasn't for Padre, Padres Twitter. But I... I um I don't like sometimes I'll see people say like oh everybody's fighting tonight and I never see it and I think maybe I'm following the right people because <laughs> I, I don't I feel like I never see the when people are going at it um I always see just see the funny the funny people and the people that seem knowledgeable and make have some good observations about different things with the team so maybe I'm just following the right part of Padres Twitter but I think it's funny most of the time I love it I think they are hysterical, and I find it adorable that they do the meetups at Petco Park. That's awesome. And they go get beers yeah. together uh, and stuff. I've been in one of those pictures. Once. Oh, I yeah? Met up with, yeah, I met up with all of them one time. They're a really cool crew of people, mm-hmm. and I'm terrified to get on their bad side. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> They'll drag you. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't want to be on that because they are so creative with how they attack. Yeah. And, and they're just a swarm of sharks going around a bloody tuna. It's like everyone's a graphic designer or something. The, the, uh, yeah. the way the, oh. the memes pop up within seconds of... You know, every... I put out one tweet about a bidet and stinking Gavin. All this, <laughs> did you see this? He puts my face Gavin. on someone getting water shut up their ass. Yeah, just yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know how he did it, but it was awesome. So Maria, we we all like Padres Twitter. Okay, what is your uh, what's your life question? Uh, how do you guys deal with the haters, especially on social media? Because there's a lot I've seen. So Ben, how do you uh, how do you deal with people that don't like Ben Fletcher? There's this great little mute button on Twitter. And then all your problems just go away. I, I think it affected me quite a bit when I first got here. Uh, the original show I was working on, there was one part of the show that people really didn't like and let us hear yeah. about it every single day. Mm-hmm. And it just made me mad because the guy I know, and I'm talking about Nick Hardwick, is uh-huh. this loving, incredible guy who I would go to battle for. But there are parts of his past here in San Diego that people just aren't fans of. And that's fine. That's their opinion. But to go after him pretty hatefully the entire time I was here working with Nick, uh, it hurt my feelings a lot. I'll be honest. And I didn't know how to deal with it. But now, um, usually if someone's messing with me, it's because I mispronounce a word or am too mean to Ernie or something. So I just mute him. <laughs> Allison, how do you deal with the haters? Uh, I don't haven't experienced it very much. Although, well, there was this um, one guy, Max, who used to love, I don't remember his Twitter name, so I won't call him out, but he used to say really mean things to me like he would tell me I was dumb or he would say that oh you can't just um say spout something off that you saw on ESPN which I didn't and the thing that I tweeted about was correct um but he you know had to let me have it and it, this had gotten those are just minor examples but it had gone on for probably I don't know three or four years of this guy every single time and I don't know what happened and normally I'm really great at just ignoring that stuff but for some reason, one night I had just had enough. I think it was when he said I was dumb. And I um, I quote tweeted him and 
you know, just said, I'm tired of this. And then I just sat back and watched my Twitter people do their thing. Your little army come up yep, behind and you. And they all came and, and, and did their thing in the comments. So it was exactly what I was hoping would happen. And it did within seconds. And I was very grateful and thankful. And um, so I just, you just have to ignore it. Block them, mute them. Don't engage. I, I mute a lot. Um, and I will, uh, for the longest time I blocked. And then I finally just unblocked everybody. And I, I'm just like, whatever, uh, say what you want to say. And mm -hmm. so I just, there's so many of them, and there's been so many times it's been my day in the barrel that it mm -hmm. rolls off of me like water off a duck. You know, it, when you start going after family or start going after people I work with, that's mm -hmm. when, you know, the the devil horns come out, and I'll go after somebody and try to end them. But Usually the end, talk about how small their PP is. Most of the time it goes there. But I just mute or... I, uh, I just go, oh, okay, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I think what drives them crazy uh, when someone comes at you with something that you don't even respond. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's just like. I think that's what they're looking that's for. That's what they're mm -hmm. looking for is, mm -hmm. a, uh, is a total reaction. Maria, listen, we are so glad you're part of the Bam Slam fam. And we like the fact that you've made your debut here on the Bam Slam podcast. Don't be a stranger. Oh, thank you, guys. Thanks for all your support, Maria. We appreciate you a lot. Oh, you too. Bye. Bye, sweetie. You still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the BAM Slam. Once again, here's Ben, Allie, and Mike. I got a very, very special guest with us tonight on the BAM Slam podcast. We're talking with uh, Pam Shavotkin. She's all the way down in San Juan, Puerto Rico. She is helping uh, produce and put together a boxing show, and she joins us here tonight on the BAM Slam. Pam, good night or good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you doing? We're doing great. And, Pam, before we get into everything that you have done, and it is a laundry list of cool stuff that you've done in your life. Yeah, how much time do you guys have? <laughs> <laughs> we, would, we would be remiss if we didn't mention your dad, Rich, who for 47 years – has been the voice of Georgetown Hoya basketball and is also a psychoanalyst. I mean, 47 years, I'm sure he's got to do a lot of analyzing himself. Why am I doing this for 47 years? He must love it, right? I mean, he absolutely loves it. And it's really, uh, you know, a tribute to his passion and craziness and excitement that I'm doing this in the first place because it's really hard to be around somebody with that much intensity and and love for you know sports and for the game and to not want to be a part of that yourself so i want hi pam i want um some of our listeners to understand more about what you do so you're uh, i know you produce broadcasts television event production you handle behind the scenes for live television entertainment events um for espn all the major networks um, MLB, yeah, you, NHL. You name it, and I, I've, I've probably done it. Um, okay. Pretty, so I'm an independent contractor, full-time freelancer, and I work with just about every network and every sport, depending upon what the season is. I've done entertainment and music shows. I've done a few fashion shows. I think I did a pageant at one point. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just all live remote on-site production um and i my roles vary from like you said producer line produced before production management um is mostly what i've been focusing on uh lately but just helping produce 
shows to basically see what you see on TV, make it look pretty and make it, you know, make air and deal with um, either packaging and crewing for it and, you know, doing all the logistics that are involved with what it takes to put on a show. I want you to tell me that it just is so fascinating to me and how much fun, and I can't even imagine the experiences you've had. I want you to tell me your golden ticket. What was your very, your favorite memory or the craziest event or the funniest story, whatever you want to talk about, but that give us an event that will always be like your number one go-to story. Oh my gosh. Um, If you can pick one, I'm sure you can't, but... I, I mean, there's been so many of them, and it's just I look at those types of moments that, um, you know, as, as being both a fan of different sports but also working in it, it's it's a weird mix and real weird balance, right? Like it's a, it's an important thing that I love being able to do it as a job, but at the end of the day, too, it's a job. It's not you know the aspect of the scheduling kind of stinks and. The sacrifices that you're making, that's not the best. But when you have these little mini moments, you're like, wow, that was absolutely cool. Um, There are three that stick out in my mind looking back on the uh, career stuff that I've done. My first Final Four, which was in Houston in 20, yeah, I can't remember. Um, But that was my first Final Four. And growing up around college basketball, especially on the East Coast, that's all we had. We didn't have the college football atmosphere, you know, that they had in the South, which is one of the big reasons that I ended up going to University of Tennessee for my undergrad, um, because I wanted that college football crazy experience. Uh, my mom's actually from Athens, Georgia, so I would hear about, you know, football at Georgia as long as I could remember. Um, but getting to be able to work a Final Four, knowing that, like, I'm hearing these stories from my dad, I'm hearing stories from everybody around with the Maryland programs, Georgetown, you know, being around GW and George Mason, all those those different schools, getting to be there was, like, it was really, really special. Um, And I remember Big John at the time um, was doing the broadcast for uh, Turner at the time. And I remember him seeing me when I showed up and he literally just says to me, damn girl, it's about damn time. And he is (laughs) definitely not, he's not a PC person. He has no filter. He used a few choice words too. And it gets to a point too, where like, you gotta, you, you, you look at your surroundings and you're like, holy, this, this is real. Like this happened and like you made it happen and you worked your butt off and, and I've been, Outside of this 2020 situation, I haven't missed the Final Four since. And even though I'm in Puerto Rico and I'm doing four other gigs remotely at the same time, like I'm preparing to deal with Final Four coming up, which I'm really excited about in Indianapolis. So, when do you sleep? Uh, I don't know how you do it. I don't yeah, even know when you a, sleep. <laughs> it's it's just one of those things where you look back and you're like, wow, that, that was real and that happened. Um, from a college basketball standpoint, uh, that buzzer beater in 2016 with Villanova at the last second, that was just... My poor tar heels. <laughs> Literally, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I don't feel bad for you because, you know, Georgetown lost to them in 1984. So. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> but seeing that and seeing that in, like, real time, and in those moments when you're working, like, you really can't cheer because it's just, you want to be a professional, but at the same time, you're like, oh, but you see it happening in real time and slow motion. 
and you just have to process it slowly because you look to each other and you're like, oh, did that, is that real? Hmm. Because you, it's so deafening when you hear that crowd noise. Um, so fun. And the only, yeah, and the only other time that I've experienced that, which is my third favorite moment, is the Cubs being the Indians game seven. And that to me was like, probably one of the coolest things I was able to see and experience in person purely for the storyline. Oh my gosh. That just gave me massive goosebumps hearing you talk about that. I mean, I'm thinking about it and I'm just like, Ooh, (laughs) that was, that was something. Well, yeah. you clearly win coolest career out of anybody in this room so far. <laughs> and Pam, I'm sorry. We have to ask because we were just talking about it on our podcast. I saw I'm your good. tweet today when PR goes from bad to worse. And you're talking about oh, the God. cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> and yeah. the shrimp. And you mentioned, oh, guys. you mentioned that you're going to be bringing this up as a case study in your class in the fall. How do you handle it, PR, if you're General Mills? I mean, first of all... I don't understand how that even happens. Um, and the problem with something like that is, is like anything that you're going to follow up and say is, is kind of irrelevant, right? Like, I mean, you can't go back from this. And the problem that I had with what General Mills did, and if you go through the threads of the initial post, um, they try to kind of like save themselves by sending him like a new box. And to me, the same reason that you would have with any bad experience that you have with food or in general, like you're not, I don't want to get another box in fear exactly. of getting more sh- like cinnamon toast shrimp in my cereal box. I don't want to yeah. go through that mindset. Um, but in terms of, of figuring out a way to do damage control, and that's really more of what it is. It's not so much sending out like an appropriate press release. It's acknowledging that there is a problem, which to they still haven't done. They kind of wanted to try to backtrack to say, well, we're pretty sure that it didn't happen on our watch, so we're not really counting that as being our problem. You know, Pam, um, which is which is really really bad in my opinion. But why is it so easy for the four of us to realize that General Mills should come out and say we are immediately stopping production of Cinnamon Toast Crunch until we've done a thorough investigation, a thorough clean-in? We don't know if it happened in our plant or it happened somewhere else, but we will do what we need to do on our end to make sure if, in fact, it did happen, it will never happen again. We apologize. I mean, just be open about it and try to hide nothing. Well, they tried to make him look like he was crazy and say yeah. it was. it's just clumps of sugar. Yeah, I, I mean... It, and clearly it, it's not. It, it is bad. And even... even and I, I just feel like a lot of major brands, like when they're dealing with somebody like that, and probably the social media person is... I mean, you when you're dealing with a major brand, you're going through several outlets. You're not just having some millennial intern tweet for you, right? Like, you're at least corresponding your tweets to align with your whatever your brand and mission statement and all that is. And you're right. trying to keep things light. At the same time, like, maybe you shouldn't have gone ahead to say, okay, you're completely wrong and this is not what you saw. You're lying to yourself. But, like... I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with you. It should be pretty simple. It'd be like, hey, you know, we are, you know, sorry that this happened to you. And I don't believe that it happened here. But let's we're going to, you know, have an internal investigation to kind of figure out where this mistake happened. And we don't want to happen. You know, we don't want to have it happen to us again. Well, it's impossible and to unstep. If this accountability, then they never had it. And that's really ultimately the problem. Right. And it's... Uh impossible to unstep in dog crap but you can clean the dog crap off your foot right 
and so Very heavily. General oh, yeah, Mills. Sure. But just, as, as, the, as they keep on responding, and there's more like tweets that they put out in an official statement to call like a hotline, and every response since then is like, I don't want this flavor of cereal. Like you're <laughs> losing your your audience, and it's just it's souring the brand the more they continue to tweet, and it just needs to they just need to stop. Like it's just bad. All right, Pam. So if the if the sports gods come down tonight and they say, Pam, you got to ch- you've got to choose one that you'll be oh, com- you'll completely fulfilled. You make a ton of great money. You will be challenged. There will be goals you can set, goals you will reach. You'll be very busy, and you'll look back on it when it's all said and done. What's the one sport you're going to continue with? Oh, college basketball. That's okay. not even. Oh, I knew I knew yeah. that's what she was gonna say. Your your interaction on Twitter throughout the basketball season and then also of course March Madness, it's just the best. You're one of my very favorite people to follow on Twitter and you've <laughs> been so good to me every time I've reached out and talked to you about stuff. I just th- think you're amazing. Um and so are you gonna be in Indianapolis for the for the final four? I am, and actually, my my turnaround time between this show and San Juan and being in Indianapolis is about twelve hours. Oh my <laughs> um, gosh! It's what, it's what I like to call the laundry layover. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I, I'm actually doing um, Ring City Boxing down in uh, Old San Juan. We had a three uh, boxing show, like. Um, or whatever you want to call it down here. Um, so it's I've been here for the last 10 days. The first show was a lot earlier in March, and these shows are kind of back-to-back. Um, and the show is Thursday evening, and if you've ever watched boxing, most fights don't start until 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock for the undercards. And by the time we get done with the striking and you know breaking down everything, I'm probably not going to get back until 3. I have a 6 a.m. flight, so... Oh, my. The turnaround time, but I want to be home so I can do laundry and like repack. It's sure. essentially taking my clothes out and putting new clothes in. <laughs> Feed the goldfish <laughs> the whole nine yards. Feed the shrimp the whole nine yards. But I'm, I'm used to it. So when I say it to other people, they're like, "Wow, you're you're crazy," and I'm like, "But I'm crazy because it's awesome." Yeah. It is awesome. It really is. It really is awesome. And I love hearing about all your adventures. It's so, so cool to me. And I know that everyone that's listening later is going to be just captivated by what you're telling us. And I just, I love it. And I want people to go follow you on Twitter. Okay. Your Twitter name. Why don't you say it? It's, it's okay. So there's a backstory to this too. Okay, um, good. It's Redis Foxmus, R E D D U S F O X I M U S. And I have red hair. That's not, you know, I'm not shy about being a redhead. Um, Your red hair is my gorgeous. My name um, in high school was like Red Fox. Um, And so people, instead of like saying, I had a really close friend named Sam, and it, oddly enough, I had a really close friend in college named Sam also. But instead of getting us mixed up, you know, even on a headset, there would be a Sam and a Jen in the room. So they would just call me Red because it was easier. <laughs> um, but I, mean, I tried to write in Red, Red Fox, I think on Twitter, when I first signed up for it. This was like 2007 or 2008. Um, Red Fox was taken, and I was really bummed. And I was like, all right, well, what's the Latin word for Red Fox? And it's a really uh... horrible name. It's Volps, Volps, which is, just sounds terrible. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, well, what is, what would red, what would red sound like? Red Fox sound like if it was Latin. And so I kind of came up with this really weird 
fake Latin term for red fox, which is Reddit Foxmas. And that's, I kind of stuck with it. And there's nobody else that I've known that is able to replicate it. And I always use that for like a username. So I had that for basically everything. Oh my God. That's so awesome. I love it. And I think your red hair is stunningly gorgeous. So congrats to you on that. Um, thank you, Pam, so much. I know you're three hours later and we really appreciate you hanging out with us tonight and, and Anytime, having guys. people get to know you more. It's just fascinating. And we're Proud of you and excited yeah, and for you. Yeah, and what you guys are doing is great, too. And I was able, and Allison, thank you so much for, for um, you know, leading me on to this new podcast that I hadn't, you know, heard of before. And I started listening to it. And you guys do a great job. And, you know, Thanks. definitely worth subscribing. And whoever is listening should make sure uh-huh. to hit that subscribe button. That's awesome. That thank you. Well, we'll be tweeting it out. And uh, we'll be tagging you and everything. So, be looking for that and thank you again awesome. so much and good luck have fun and your 12-hour travel and, <laughs> and and have a great <laughs> time at the final four i'll be me, okay? i'm gonna try and find a glimpse of the of your red hair in the crowd on the on the final oh, four be able to see it. all you'll right be able to see it. don't you worry <laughs> okay be safe and have fun pam thanks guys thanks so much thanks pam all right bye-bye bye-bye um she's awesome firecracker fire she has to be 100 percent She's got to be. She right? never ever stops, and and with everything she's doing, and how much she tweets, and she tweets really like relevant, exciting, interesting things, and that's what got me caught my eye. I'm sure somebody had retweeted her once a long time ago, and I started following her, and I just find her super smart and interesting to follow when it comes to sports and I just what and an entertainment. Awesome yeah, how she's very cool. Much? Is that to be around? Yeah, just traveling the world for free, setting up everything everywhere, being in charge. Uh, that dream job. Just, and, you know, I'm sure redlining at times, adrenaline pump is going, but you you want to be in the middle of it. She's kind of got the Jim Nance schedule going. A little yeah. bit. Where she just travels around, all the coolest things going on. That's right, because he, he normally jumps... Well, he's going to do the final four straight to the Masters. To the Masters, to, oh, right. Boy, life sucks Son of James. a bitch. <laughs> Son of a gun. Uh, you know, if you missed our con- – speaking of energetic, awesome ladies who are doing their thing, our conversation with Laura Oaken was uh, was awesome. And if you missed that, uh, just download it, Bam Slam Podcast. We're, we're, Spotify. Spotify, Apple, Apple. Podcasts. Apple Podcasts You can well. find us online somewhere. I don't. Yeah. We get clicks from, I think, Belgium from some sketchy website that Love I don't it. post to, but Love it's it. up there. But uh, Laura's doing great things for uh, for women in broadcasting with her Galvanize project. So make sure you get back and listen to that as well. I'll be honest. I learned more in our 20 minutes with Laura than I think I had in three years of doing sports journalism. Yeah. She's fantastic. Just about she? the different side. Because mm-hmm. I've oh only ever worked with dudes until Allie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm Incredible. learning so much. And I'm learning that I'm very not smart and small. <laughs> That's not true. I, I think it is, Allie. Yeah. I got a lot of growing to do. All right. Before we get to the Will Watchman Report, um, did we have something that we wanted to get to? or right? Oh, into I think the it wheel? was the Laura Oakman. Okay. So we nailed it there. I think, yeah, we did. All right. Good, good. Nice work, guys. All right. It's, yeah. <laughs> Staying on track. Um, yeah. It's time for a Will Watcher Report. How did this guy do in the last pod race game? Myers diving to make the catch in left field. Will Myers does not miss that one. Two-run double for Will Myers. I'm a Will Watcher. I'm a Will Watcher. Watch a Will go by. My, my, my. I'm a Will Watcher. I'm a Will Watcher. Here comes Will now. Here's Costa with a Will Watching Report. I know I'm really good. 
Uh, so far in spring training for Will Myers, 12 games he has appeared in, 32 at bats. He scored four runs. He has 12 hits, uh, hits uh, one double. He's got three home runs, six RBIs so far in uh, spring training. He's walked once. He struck out 11 times, and he's batting 375. Big year for Will. I hope so. Allie, I'm going to ask you a favor. What's up? Can you text your good buddy, Peter Seidler, and ask if we can have Will on, please? Sure. Will it work? <laughs> no, ah. I don't. I can't ask him that. I'm, I, I, no, it's really no. easy. You just like, you just hey, say, Peter, hey, it's Peter. Allison. <laughs> I was curious. Can you please help us? Can you please facilitate getting Will Myers on the show? It's so simple. I so mean, simple. I literally just did it for you. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to keep my eye on my phone, make sure you guys aren't stealing my phone and sending texts I don't know about. <laughs> Will's going to have a big year, man. I, I can kind so. of feel it. Yeah. You know? Hey, what's the update on the Tatis oh, yeah. air quote injury? So, uh, well, since we're releasing this tomorrow morning, this would be... Okay, so yesterday, okay. Fernando Tatis is playing shortstop and makes one of his really cool, you know, El Nino plays where he sort of does a backhand, sure. turns, whips it around. Sure. Awesome play. Gets the out. Immediately winces and almost grabs his hip. Oh, no. And you're sort of thinking, what's going on? You see Jace run out of the dugout, run straight up to him. That's his. Oh, it is itself. Mother effort, every Padres fan was doing that. It's true. You should have seen Twitter. It was like a moment of silence. It It was just like, oh, my God, Fernando. Oh, my God. And Kevin AC. All these videos of people lighting candles. People are like, yeah. it's so San Diego. Right? <laughs> AJ Cassaville, Kevin AC, everybody who's there in Peoria said the entire stadium just went silent mm-hmm. because everyone was like, wow. Oh my God. Oh no. The Padres win total is about to go from 90 to 70. But um, how much did they pay? Never fear. No. All the reports so far, we'll hear from Jace Tingler a little later today on an official progress report. This is apparently he's an issue he's had for like three years. Okay. With his left shoulder, and he said that if it had been in a regular game, he probably would have played through it. Probably would have just been fine. But it's spring training. Get him out of there. Make okay. sure he's and, healthy. And he should not play again until opening no. day. And like, he what need is the to. point? He, he's made the team. Right? We don't need Has to he work. made the team? <laughs> like a guy, a guy like Tommy Pham is playing every single day yeah. because they say if he's not playing, he works out too hard and might injure himself. Oh, okay. A guy like Fernando Tatis probably plays a little too hard for spring training. He gotcha. does. He definitely does. Yeah, we'll see you on opening day. Yeah. You just yeah. kick it in your shower sandals the rest of uh. Of spring you know, go have a beer, Fernando. Why not? Relax a little bit. Okay, before we get out of here, our music for the pod. Wait, 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 wait. I have a tweet count update. Ooh, a, a, like, a tweet like update. Okay. This One is... 1,250. God, is this your now. most ever? Ever, yeah. Wow. wow. And it, all yeah. it took was some shrimp and some I had cereal. One that was around, I had one that was around 1,000 once, but and most, and then and t- except for this, those these two. Yeah, yeah. The most I ever get is around like 200, but usually I get like the one. The next time we get together <laughs> to uh, to tape the, the band slam, I want to know what the update is. Okay. I want to know the update on the bidet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to get it. Oh I mean, God. I'm going to get it, but will yeah. Will you put will the get... video on Twitter? Yeah, of course I will. Oh, let's go. Let's get yeah. another Twitter account deleted. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know yours are way squeakier than that. Come on. Oh it's more like, <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god, Allie, we used okay. to have this segment that was called the Daily Dump. Oh my god! And it was literally just whatever the worst stories on the internet were of the day. But oh Costa had this one where this guy ended up getting like he, the police were after him, and he was hiding in the bushes, and he just ended up farting. He farted and, and gave himself away. Oh! And so god. I had because I was back there. The producers booth. He started <laughs> adding all these fart sounds, oh and it was god. just the dirtiest most. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was horrible. Horrible. It was awesome. Oh my God. Boys That's never, ever outgrow any of this. Fart this jokes is. will always be funny. Always. Just the sound always. of a fart is still Mount Rushmore funny in my book. Just <laughs> oh my anybody. God. Anybody who else. Okay. Costa uh, and I love Family Guy. We never won't love Family oh no. Guy. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, do you have your song picked out? I do. You actually have one pitched out, prepared and ready to go. Do you actually have one picked out? I have one pitched out, bro. (laughs) And it's uh, my main guy, John Mayer. I actually thought his performance at the Grammys was awesome. They had the Grammys. Yeah, you didn't watch. Oh, we should have talked about that. You didn't watch Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Oh, they were scissor. uh, I saw them. Not Nicki Minaj. It was Cardi B, and they weren't scissoring. Whoever it was, that's a that that is not the word to use. That was a full on bringing their squid beaks together and scissoring. (laughs) They kind of Uh, were. Thank you, Allison. Yeah, they kind of. I would not have been comfortable had I had children. (laughs) They kind of were. Uh, Oh my god! All right. You have your yes. song? Okay. So it's John Mayer. It's it's, is it Squid Beak by John no. Mayer? Oh, my God. I cannot. What is happening? I didn't bring cocktails tonight, but they are acting like I did. <laughs> Go. Don't ever use those words. Actually, Sorry. use them again. Whatever. Uh, John Mayer, In Your Atmosphere. It's a song about L.A. being icky, and I agree. Okay. That's a good one. Allie Rat. Okay. Mine. Okay. Mine is... Luther Vandross, one shining moment, but it's not for the reason you think. You think it's because we're in the middle of March Madness, and that's a little bit true, but there's more to that story that you will find out on our next podcast. What a tease. It's called a tease. It's called a yeah, tease. Mine, uh, mine uh, tonight is, uh, or today, whatever you want to call it, is uh, Winona's Big Brown Beaver by uh, Primus. Rock that sucker. I I went down some Primus wormhole the other night on YouTube, and I, I saw the video. Where they're like in these giant You've plastic. been just dying to say that, haven't you? <laughs> like, I don't even know what he's talking what about. What is the name of the song? Why known as Big Brown Beaver. Just search it. It's a great video. Privacy. No. <laughs> no, but you got to see. The, he's not going to. Don't search oh, it on your time? personal laptop. And no, just, this is you're going to get arrested. Primus, be. P-R-I-M-U-S, Big Brown Beaver. And it'll pop up. But they're in these giant, like. Is this vinyl? About a writer? No, I don't think so. It might be. They're in these giant like vinyl cowboy outfits, and they have these weird masks on. And uh, it's actually got. I mean, there's some. Wait, tremendous, how did you find this? I don't know. Uh, up, couldn't sleep. I don't know. And then boom, Primus. But that's the song you got to check out. So we're not allowed to play music on podcasts, right? So I'm just gonna read some of these lyrics here. Okay, do it. Oh no. Oh, Winona's got herself a big brown beaver, and she shows him off to all her friends. One day, you know, the beaver tried to leave her, so she caged him up with a silicone fence. Along came the old bear and said, do you recognize that smell? Smells like seven layers. That beaver eats that Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what? You guys have to check it out. You're going to leave it. You're going to love it. Oh, boy. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. All right, family, uh, as usual, thank you so much uh, for the interaction. Thank you so much for being part of the Bam Slam fam. And last but not least, you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces for what you do, what you've done for us. Bam Slam fam, we'll see you next time. Love you. That wasn't very good. Hit it sorry. one more time, Allie. Okay. What are, are you? You lead me in. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I go, oh, no, 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 no. we got to start at the top. Start at the top. For what you do and what you've done for us. See you next time. We love you. Boom. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.